Hi everyone, I'd like to thank you for joining me for Word Up, my video blog, and today I want to talk a bit about attachment style and uh, relationships. Uh, this is a huge topic. I could do multiple blogs on this. I may very well do multiple video blogs about it, um, but it's it's a hot topic with clients. Um, they Sometimes when we bring this topic up, I get this intense focus from them, and I'm, I'll have to stop and be like, is this making any sense? And they're like, Oh my gosh, it's making so much sense. Please go on. And um, it certainly made a big impact for me as I was learning from, from my wonderful teachers. Um, there's a really famous study, just as the groundwork, um, uh, Mary Ainsworth did a famous study called The Strange Situation. We don't exactly do studies like this because um, nowadays we don't. These were done back in the 70s. And basically it took children um, little ones, toddlers, and uh, separated them from mom. So mom would come in, it's always the mom, mom always gets the, the rap. Um, so she'd drop off her toddler into a room with a stranger, stranger who was a clinical psychological professional or social worker that was monitoring the situation and would be left alone in the room with the child. And then they would see how the child reacted as mom left what the child did when mom was gone, and then what happened when mom returned. And they made all kinds of um, inferences and documented all kinds of stuff. These were filmed, you can watch them on YouTube, you can look them up on Google. It's called The Strange Situation, Mary Ainsworth. Uh, she studied a child development and attachment um, all over the world. And so the, the first type of attachment, which most of us are, is, uh, is the secure attachment. And uh, people who are securely attached tend to couple up early on and um, they're independent, but they also uh, know how to couple well. Um, they, they know how to reach out for help when they need it. Um, the way that these children showed up in this strange situation was mom would drop them off uh, they cry a little, they fuss, which actually that's a good thing that that's showing a healthy attachment to mom. And then when they were left alone with the stranger, they were a little like, I don't know you, you're a stranger, so I'm not going to play with you. And then when mom would come back to the room after a time, after a bit of time had passed, uh, the child would be like, open arms, hi mom, glad you're back. And then as mom started to interact with the child, um, and then mom would engage the stranger in the room as well. Then the child was like, oh, mom says you're okay, so I'll think about playing with you. And so, and then the child would engage the stranger with mom as the base. Um, and those children in life are better able to go out and explore the world with that secure base of mom. And this shows up in relationships again um, as a secure attachment and a lot of us have a big chunk of secure attachment in our own developments in our lives and then sometimes we'll have these other sub types called ambivalent resistant anxious type um, and the way this child shows up is uh, mom drops them off in the strange situation study drops them off in the room the child is like throws a complete tantrum when mom leaves they cling to mom please don't leave you know, it's, it's pretty sad to watch. This is why we don't do these tests anymore, um, because they're no longer considered ethical. Um, and it's a little painful to watch if you watch the studies um, online, you watch the actual videos. Um, the child is inconsolable. 
then mom leaves, they make the separation, mom goes away, and the child's a little iffy about the stranger. Um, they, they won't go near the stranger. They kind of go off on their own, and they can look independent. But um, sometimes the, that look of independence is actually uh, a masked attachment style, um, known as ambivalent, resistant, anxious. Um, all of those are words used to describe this style. And um, mom then returns, and the child will go towards mom but not really embrace her, kind of that, that push-pull, I love you, I hate you um, kind of thing, or I like you, I don't like you kind of thing with mom. Um, so they'll approach her, but they might even back into her. Um, and, and then it's up to mom to embrace the child. Um, these types of mothers can be overly stimulating to the child, um, and, and, but then under attuned to, to the little one. Um, in, um, in the, uh, strange situation, they find that, um, the child is a little bit indifferent to the stranger, even when mom says the stranger's okay. And then they also show signs of, I don't know when you're going to leave again, so I'm going to be really uh, alert. I'm going to be really anxious because I don't know what happens next. You could leave again, and then I'd be all pissed off, and I'd be stuck with the stranger. And you can see how this starts to translate into relationships because sometimes we get into relationships uh, and uh, early on you're very connected, and then people go back to their original style of either autonomy or avoidance or ambivalence and then the ambivalently attached child now the adult in an adult relationship will show up with that I like you I don't like you I love you I hate you kind of dynamic where they go towards and then they pull away um, or they go towards go towards go towards and really enmesh with the person that they're in a relationship with and then the other person that might be too much for them and the ambivalent person feels abandoned. It's like when mom walked out of that room in the strange study and the child pitched a fit. They were inconsolable. And so you'll find those kinds of behaviors in adult relationships. Um, a lot of enmeshment, a lot of that push-pull. The, the last main kind, there's a fourth kind, which is a lot more psychiatric and not really suited to our purposes here. Uh, in terms of dating, uh, we can get to that in another video blog. But there's something called the avoidant attachment style, where in, in the stranger study, the child's mom drops the kid off, and then as mom leaves, the child looks indifferent, but they're actually agitated. They're actually alert and um, somewhat vigilant as mom's leaving. They, they sort of look uh, like, yeah, whatever, smell you later, mom. But if you track their nervous system, if you watch their physical reactions, there, there's something going on, like the heart would, the heartbeat would raise. Or there might be like a little nervous twitch that they're doing as mom's leaving. Uh, the ambivalently attached child will connect lovely, in a lovely way, with the, with the stranger. They're like, you're here, you'll give me attention, I'm in. Um, which is pretty unusual for, compared to the other two styles. Mom returns. And uh, the avoidant child is like, mm-hmm, yeah, whatever. They're like cats in a way. <laughs> like, oh, you're home now? Oh, okay, whatever. Um, and they'll even sometimes be more engaged with the stranger than with mom. And I've 
I know I've certainly seen the style in grocery stores where the parent is on the phone, they're like all over and uh, they've got the little toddler in the basket and the toddler's like, you're paying attention to me, you'll do. <laughs> Look how cute I am. And um, that can be a, a little snippet of an, atta of, of an avoidantly attached child or just a child who happened to be really smart because their parent was on the phone and they're like, you know, I'll engage you, you'll give me attention. You know, it, it could be a perfectly securely attached child in that situation. Um, in relationships, you'll see this. And the avoidant person will, in the relationship, will usually lead the action. Oftentimes, you'll see avoidant attached style people in relationships with ambivalent attached style people. And um, it's like oil and water. The avoidant wants to go away. The ambivalent's like, no, 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 no. Um, and then if the avoidant is too avoidant, then the ambivalently attached person will be like, fine, I hate you. And, and then, um, the avoidant will either be like, spell you later, or the avoidant would be like, oh no, don't go. And then the, um, ambivalently attached person will be like, yeah, well, I can't trust when you're going to be avoidant again. So, and, and you get these, this back and forth. Uh, the reason why I share all this is not to be um, a naysayer to bring negative information into relationships, but to bring information into relationships. If you know your style, um, it can sort of help you navigate the waters of relationships. If you know you're securely attached, awesome, good for you. Uh, God bless your parents and all your caregivers that you made it through life and you're securely attached. Um, this is the primary style. and. A lot of times, these are the people um, that just get married young, things go well, um, life is good, their marriage is good, uh, you know, they're happy for long, many years to come. And then we have the ambivalently attached people uh, that kind of have that, um, that I want a relationship I don't want a relationship. I want a relationship, but I can't receive it when I get one. Or I want a relationship, but everybody avoids me. And so there's something that that dynamic is putting out to the world that in, uh, that can create avoidance. Um, and then the avoidantly attached person, uh, they tend to lead the action of a relationship. The relationship can go only as fast as the most avoidant person in it. And there, um, there are lots of good resources out there. There's a wonderful book called Attached. It's, uh, it, it's clinical psychology, but also very kind of pop culture in, in how the, the palatableness of the book. Um, like it's, it is hardcore research and it is hardcore psychology, but very real situations being described. And it's, it's not a difficult read at all. And um, a lot of clients, uh, kind of walk around and identify themselves in the book and they can kind of see where they get into pitfalls and then get themselves out of pitfalls by working through the book. Um, there's uh, Steve Tatkins is a wonderful writer, podcaster on this. I found out all of this from my beloved teacher, Arielle Giretto, and uh, she's a somatic experience practitioner. She leads wonderful workshops on couples and relationships and embodiment. Um, and she, uh, she taught a lot of this in workshops to my somatic experience group. And uh, you can look her up on the web, Arielle Giaretto. She's wonderful. Um, and uh, 
there's just, it, it, you can also Google attachment and relationships and I'm sure lots of cool stuff would come up. I hope this has been helpful for you. I hope this has been helpful for your relationships or anywhere you might get stuck. Um, one last thing, when we're in relationships, all those three different styles can show up in a single person. So I might be primarily securely attached, but then I get deeper into relationship, I show up with ambivalence, and then I get even deeper, I show up with avoidance at different stages of the relationship, and then the partner will do the same. Um, so I wish you secure relationships and <laughs> securely attached ones, and, um, and if there are all kinds of little uh, wrenches in the monkey works, uh, hopefully this will be helpful to you in how to work through them. There's lots of great literature out there, lots of great uh, somatic experience therapists and relationship therapists. Um, Attached is the book. You might want to check it out. And um, I look forward to seeing you next video vlog. Thanks so much for joining. Bye-bye.